Chapter Five of Lord Dolphin. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Lord Dolphin by Harriet Anna Cheever. Chapter Five My Gardens long as i have talked of shells i must say a word or two more about shells that are used as stones when i was on land a little while i noticed in front of a few houses walks that i knew at a glance were made from clam shells so i knew that folks must have machines for pounding up shells such a beautiful clean white walk as they make then before some fine-looking houses were great conch shells oblong and twisted in shape but pink and smooth inside many of them were placed around lovely fountains or urns of flowers but i want to tell of one very beautiful and costly kind of ornament that is made from some conch shells pronounced conch romans and greeks but especially the Greeks, used to cut cameos from the onk stone, and men skilled in cutting fine stones and jewels have cut more exquisite cameos or faces from the kind of conch shell that has two layers, one dark, the other light. The word cameo is said to mean one stone upon another. The queen conch is a splendid shell with two distinct layers one white the other pink out of the white layer is carved perhaps the face of a woman with a crown of flowers on her head or it may be the head of a knight with a helmet on but think of the fineness of the tools that must be used the tiny files and chisels in carving the lovely delicate shells the shell cameos with the pink lower stone and white upper figure are most expensive of all other shells have brown or black lower layers and these are not as choice but when you see your grandma or great auntie wearing a lovely old-fashioned breastpin bound around with gold and holding a pink stone shining like crystal with a white carved head or other figure standing out from the lower stone you may know it is a very valuable ornament and was probably made from one of the finest shells found in the sea imitations are made from porcelain but very likely grandmas or great aunties will be the real conch shell Perhaps you did not know that there are fair and beautiful gardens in my watery home. You may have picked up sprays or bunches of seaweed when running along the beach, and some were perhaps quite pretty, while others had turned brown and looked much like leather. Would you like to come with Lord Golfin and take a swim through an ocean garden? you would doubtless see such a sight as you have never dreamed could be seen down in the blue water all right i'll turn into a fairy godfather clap you on to my back give you the lungs of a mermaid 
to prevent your choking in the water and then come on or rather i should say come down why why a fairy-like scene indeed you cry now you have not taken on the evil eye in coming to the bottom of the sea but you have taken a fish eye folks usually hate fishy eyes but no matter you couldn't see the first thing down here with your own natural peepers so be thankful that for a time you can see with eyes like mine now this is not a coral grove it is a garden of flowers and when you exclaim again oh but i had no idea of this i should have to reply of course you hadn't no more had i of the strange and beautiful things on the land until i had to live there a little while folks call these flowers such as they have seen of them weeds seaweeds and i suppose they have to come under that name as they are not planted from seeds but are a wild growth ah but some great planter or gardener surely put all these wonderful shapes and splendid tints in the soft earth of a sea garden and it is all so blithe and gay here are nearly all the shapes in bushes and almost trees that you have in your garden or land and as to flowers there are leaves spires cups bells tassels very much such as you see in your garden at home see these beautiful crimson leaves as large as the top of a small table and cut in such fine even scalloped around the edges and here is one with a great pad of yellow right on the crimson my my is it not colored richly here are leaves shooting out like rafts thick like the leaves of a rubber tree but large and of deep red you might take a sail on one of them and here is a bush shooting upright from its muddy bed all covered with pink sprays on which are pink blossoms doesn't it make you think of a syringa bush only these flowers are pink next comes this plant with a large olive green stem covered thickly with branches bearing flowers resembling pink roses were this plant taken to the church come sunday morning and placed on the pulpit stand you may believe that after the service folks would go crowding about the altar eager to find out its name and whence it came what a clucking of surprise there would be when it was told that not from any hothouse whatsoever but from the depths of the ocean came the full lovely sea roses are these sprays of pink coral no they are sea rods and branches if you pinch the thick stems water will ooze out for they are partly hollow like the pond lily stem i do not wonder you look with questioning surprise at the next plant it is like a mass of purple bushes very sweet growth rather hard to describe although the delicate branches are what look like small dark berries seen through a mist of pinkish hairy spires don't start 
these merry fishes darting through the next clump of bushes have only come to smell of the carnation pinks the bushes bear are they not strangely like your garden carnations see the fishes nip at those singular pink flowers with a thick fringe hanging from the edges it is a shame to spoil them but some fishes always seem to think that graceful fringe droops down on purpose for them to peck at now if the baby were only here you could seat him on these broad flat leaves with delicate spires all along the edges and all of so deep a crimson they surely would attract any child what a queer flower like the backbone of a fish with all the little bones at the side standing out stiff and pointed and all in pinks and purples right in the midst of another plot of thick flat leaves rises a mass of pink sea lilies and they are beautiful but do examine the next bed of leaves are they not curious a thick hollow looking stem goes through the middle of them and on one side of the stem they are deep pink on the other side yellow here are flowers shaped like horns and trumpets what a forest of pinks greens and yellows and here are the greens such greens as you have never seen before now suppose you were going to have a party what decorations could you have if only the ocean blooms would keep fresh for you to use there would be masses of fine furs that would be perfectly beautiful to crowd over the pictures silky threads that placed on creeping green plants would look lovely carried along the table yellow flowers in the midst of masses of fine sea mosses and sea ferns would make your little mites wonder where the fresh strange things grew there could be yards and yards of ribbons ribbons yes long long sprays of yellowish green sea ribbon four or five inches wide going down to narrow ones not more than an inch in width perhaps you would like some sea thistles here they are in thick bunches fine and hairy in faint fair shades of green and what can this be that looks so much like a sponge ah it is a tuft of moss with green spires shooting up in the middle take care here are bunches of cactus with prickly leaves look out don't catch your toe in these sea ferns even that sweet green maidenhair fern might pin down your foot so firmly that it would take a fish's sharp tooth to set you free you may ask why are not these beautifully colored and curiously shaped things brought on shore and sold as they might be for much money and why are they not at least put where folks can see learn about them and admire them but wait a moment what would be the effect if one took a bunch of your garden roses pinks or lilies put them under water and kept them there they would very soon be a drooping shapeless mass they are formed for different element and could not nourish under water especially salt water 
just so ocean flowers and sea tints can only live in their own element which is not air but water and the faces of our water pansies for we have them would soon fade in what to them would be lifeless air just as the garden pansies would lose their bright faces in the salt sea great quantities of seaweeds float ashore and are often dried and used as fuel or perhaps put around garden plants to make them grow but nothing that grows on the land or in the water can exchange places one with the other and keep alive it is all very curious and more than i can understand yet every creature and every plant is fitted with the place it grows in and is natural to it the food the flowers and the land for the use of folks and the food the plants and the water for the use of fishes are just what the nature of each requires what wisdom end of chapter five recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c